Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We're so happy that you are able to join us. And a special welcome to our first-time listeners. We are an international Christian, Protestant, non-denominational church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that may be, in your time zone, wherever you may be. Amen. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we're very happy that you were able to join us. And we bless the Lord and thank him for you. And we pray that out of the proceedings that come forth tonight, that you will hear from the Lord for yourself. Amen. You will hear from the Lord for yourself. You know, God has um, words to give his people, words of encouragement, words of blessing, words of peace, words of correction, words of admonition, all kinds of different words at different times and seasons of our lives. God has for his people. Well, God has a word for us tonight, and we pray that this is what you need from the Lord. Amen? Amen. Uh, we're looking here at uh, at uh, some good timing tonight, so maybe we can make the progress that we're hoping to make. We want to thank the Lord uh, for the opportunities he provided us this past Sunday to minister to those who were in need and that God will continue their deliverance that they may become truly free indeed. Amen? Amen. So, as God is with us, we will remain with him. We will continue to follow him, to trust him, to listen to him, to obey him, and to allow him to direct every moment of our lives. Amen? Amen. So, if you're just getting in from work or whatever occupies your day, just take a deep breath and blow all of that off and thank the Lord that you have the opportunity to come together with the body of Christ in holy fellowship and Christian love and receive his word and open your heart and hear what you need to hear from heaven. Amen? I pray that you are blessed. And I trust that the Lord will touch your life tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of you who are new, we invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. And our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com. When uh, when you uh, 
Go to your browser and you pull up MiracleInternetChurch.com. Across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, sign in using your birth name as it appears on your birth certificate. Amen? Use a name that appears on your birth certificate. Praise God. And we'll thank you for it. And then proceed to greet the saints that are already in the chat room. And the saints will greet you in return. Amen? Amen. Join in with your amens and your hallelujahs. And I'm certain that you will feel loved and welcomed and received. If you are on a cellular device, if you're on an iPhone or a cell phone, you may do the same. Go to your browser and pull up MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page changes, you'll find white, three white lines against a black background. That's your link. Click that link and it will open all the other links to you, and then you may follow the directions that you have just heard. God bless you, and we pray that you hear what you need from the Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, We want to thank you for the words that you have given us because they are indeed the words of eternal life. They are indeed the words of eternal life. And so, Father, we come before you asking forgiveness for our own sins, our own attitudes, our own emotions, our own thoughts, our own dispositions that do not please you. And we ask you to help us and to give us more grace and strength that we might overcome in our areas of weakness. We ask you, Lord, to teach us the right way. Sometimes we're a bit resistant to your will. But as you continue to move on our spirits and to move across our hearts and to touch us and to speak to us, our hearts soften and we begin to yield to you. Some situations are more painful than others, and they require more grace. But your word says, where sin doth abound, your grace doth much more abound. We depend on that, Lord. We come before you confessing our faults and our weaknesses and our handicaps before you, and we ask, Father, that you forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, and to help us to walk in the righteousness that you have provided through Jesus Christ our Lord. We thank you, Lord. Tenderize our hearts tonight with your word and show us the right way, Father. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. Father, we want to thank you that the Bible says that those that belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires and that we live 
by the Spirit of God. We live by the Spirit of God. And so we should walk in the Spirit of God. We live by the Spirit of God, and so we should walk by the Spirit of God. Lord, sometimes Christians ignore what Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 5 reads thusly, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute or greet your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God gives graciously to all, even the unthankful and the unholy and the unjust. He loves all. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're sick and tired of people's foolishness, and we've had enough of them. But you see, the love of God has been shed abroad, poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And God would like for us to come to him and ask him for the strength to live and to walk as he did when he was on earth. Not to walk out every situation in our own emotions and our own thoughts and our own experiences. We have a weakness as humans, and we tend to do that. You know, when God approached Cain and said, where is your brother? Cain said some pretty gruff words to the Lord. Am I my brother's keeper? Well, the truth is, Yes, he was, but he slew his brother deliberately, premeditatedly, willfully, in hatred, in envy, in jealousy, and in covetousness. Well, who needs relatives like that? Amen? Who needs relatives like that? (laughs) Who needs siblings like that? But some of us have those, you know. We have relatives and siblings and neighbors who hate our guts. And they have their own reasons, so they think, to hate us and to despise us and to wish us evil. But God wants us to grow in him and in his character 
You see, the seed of his divine nature has been planted within us. And he wants us to grow up and to think and to respond as he does. So, as I was saying, sometimes Christians ignore what Jesus says here in the Gospel of Matthew. We make enemies out of the people we don't approve of, the people who disagree with what we believe, who have different politics, different values, different agendas. But do we act as though we love them? Do we give them our best? Do we pray for them with all of our energy? Jesus tells us that we can't be his mature followers. In fact, we can't even realize our own God-given identities if we don't start treating everyone, including our enemies, with the same grace and generosity that God has shown us. We've got growing to do, don't we? Heavenly Father, help us to follow your example always. Let us not work to get even with those who have hurt us. Remind us that if we seek revenge, we are only multiplying the evil in this world. Instead, Father, Help us to love. Lord, bless the person or persons who have hurt me, disappointed me, annoyed me, irritated me, frustrated me, stolen from me, lied on me, cheated on me, uh, false accusations against me, and every manner of evil that they could come up with. They've done as much evil to me as they know how to do. And presently, they're seeking out more evil to do against me. Help me to do good in this person's life. Lord, be with the person who disagrees with me or doesn't care or wants to hurt me anyway. Bring good things to those persons. We ask that your love would shine in their lives. Lord, you know how angry we can feel from time to time with these persons. Lord, give me your perspective so that I can walk in agreement with you. You know how angry, hurt, irritated, annoyed, and wounded I have become. Reveal to me ways I may have hurt them. You know, Lord, when I reach the point that I'm about to be filled with hate, we ask, Lord, that you turn our hate into love. Lord, make us willing to open our hearts to those people we just don't like. They're not like us. They're not persons we would prefer. Sometimes we outright just can't stand them at all. We would prefer that they remove their presence from us for good. Lord, turn our enemies into friends. You have power to transform all relationships. 
Do what seems impossible. Bring harmony and friendship into our world. Lord Jesus, you treated your enemies with love and respect. Help us to follow your example. May we not be overcome with by evil, but instead by the power of your spirit. May we overcome evil with good. Father, we pray for the Holy Spirit to fill us with your love. Help us to not only love you, but all those whom you have created. Teach us not to be so sensitive to slights and insults. Help us instead to focus always on what is good for others, what brings glory to you, rather than ourselves. Teach us to love as you love. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Father, we lift up those persons that we absolutely positively cannot stand. And we ask you, Lord, to change our hearts, change our thoughts, change our motives, change our hearts, so that we will be able to demonstrate the love of God to a lost and dying world. We ask you, Father, to speak the words of life to us that we might receive of you and live to glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Now, saints, we prayed, so expect him to do it, okay? We pray. Expect him to do it. Father, we thank you for answering our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for every part. But particularly, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ because it washes away our sins and enables us to have a truthful, fruit-bearing relationship with you. We want to thank you, Father. We want to thank you, Father. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that has risen against us in judgment, we condemn it now as our heritage. We thank you, Lord that you walked this dusty earth too, Lord Jesus, and people hated and despised and disrespected you too. They stole from you. They stole your clothes while you were hanging on the cross dying for them. They heckled you. They insulted you. They mocked you. They did everything nasty they could think to do to you. But you forgave them. You died for them anyway. You obeyed the Father at great cost to yourself even. And you did not come down from the cross. You did not give up your spirit until you said, it is finished. So, Lord, help us to do what you did in each of our own lives, in the situations that we have to deal with. Lord, help us to humble ourselves to submit ourselves to you and to your word and to do 
what Jesus did. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you that you are a shepherd and we shall not want. You supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and brings every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We cast all of our cares upon you, Lord, because you care for us. We thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the praising angels, the ministering spirits, the warring linking angels and their linking shield. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst, but most of all, we thank you for your very presence. Help us, Lord, to be transparent with you and truthful with you about the things that trouble our spirit, the things that trouble our soul, the things that trouble our body. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, all evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their power. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all religious devils and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, deprivation spirits, Artificial intelligence spirits, smart dust, yes, and their attacks. All sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer. All hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. And all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers. And the magician. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, 
post-microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Praise the Lord. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you the praise. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, and injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, and the work of every druid. We take authority, dominion, and power over everything coming off the satellite, which are spying on us and beaming on us. We, re- we send their beams back wherever they belong, and we raise the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Thank you, Lord. We bind all the transmissions coming from the cell towers that hurt us, that harm us, that do us no good. Whew. We send it back, that attack back from wherever it came from, in the name of Jesus Christ, according to the covenant. We thank you, Father, that you have armed us with your weaponry, that we might stand against all the strategies of the devil in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We take authority, dominion, and power over the transmissions that come through our electronic devices and our computers in Jesus' name. We close those portals and forbid entry through any foreign entity, such as demons, in Jesus' name. Oh, ha, yes, that's what we do in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all 5G and components and all microwave frequency weapons. We overturn and empty all the cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Asian, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Malaysian, Islander, global cabal, false religion, mixtures of false religion. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. And we forbid them to continue to influence men and women, boys and girls, into their wizardry, witchcraft, and occultism. We bind the isolated tribal group and their witchcraft. Indigenous groups and their witchcraft. Every group that promotes perversion. We take authority, dominion, and power over planned parenthood and its wickedness of abortion in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of murder in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the spirit of greed in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Rekadere Brishata Rabrike Erecite Rabrikia Yarukora Lalayasa. We bind on North American, South American, Latin American, Caribbean, Haitian, Rukohurikisata, Jamaican, Rikita Rabrishata, Dominican, Rugata Rabrisha, Black Magic and White Magic and Voodoo and Hoodoo in Jesus' name. We bind on Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return its powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that. Hallelujah. We bind bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, Stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generation of fools, the spirit of the fool, the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. Food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all re- avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang and each payback in Jesus' name, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice. Proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender all witchcraft attacks, especially through channeling and the satellites against the website. Returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, and juju. Returning all Nigerian witchcraft and occultism. Returning all tribal witchcraft and occultism. And returning all Chaldean witchcraft 
in Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, Death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, and spirit guides and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains in darkness, and we send them into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We return them from whence they came in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion. Idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, all false deities, we bind you. All mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain you with eternal chains unto darkness in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord, for what you taught us about spiritual warfare, and we ask, Lord, that you teach us all the more. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, cold and hot spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, trickers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, pledge, ceremony, act. We bind the brotherhood the lodge, the grip, and the craft, and all the associated organizations and their wickedness in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ for every member of Miracle Internet Church who has a demonic tie to the Masonic, we ask for the 
In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God is saying to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief, whom we serve and obey. Yes, Lord, whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. So we will obey you and love those who resent us and hate us and despise us. And you will strengthen us and help us to do so. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Our God is great. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred us to leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. Hallelujah. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being persecuted and were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our vehicles or whatever means of transportation we have with the blood of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every possible situation in our transportation. And we bind the work of the devil, and we thank you, Father, that the will of God is released in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus Christ, and we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has come to attack us, attack our property, or anything that pertains to our lives in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the demons that have been attacking us as we attempt to sleep. We wrap their attack back on their own heads in the name of Jesus. We reject their attacks. We bind their attacks. And we do not allow for their attacks in the name of Jesus. We bind those devils. We send them into the, into the spiritual cage. We chain them with eternal chains unto darkness. And we ask, Father, that our angels send them to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. They have no right and no authority to attack us in the name of Jesus. And should this attack, Father, come from a witch, warlock, wizard, a divinator, or such, Father, we place them in your hands because your word already dictates how you handle that matter. The Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. We pray for those, Lord, who will be and can be saved. 
But those that will not, and you already know who will and who won't, your word speaks to that. And we honor your word, we believe your word, and we stand on it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears. I bind you in the name of Jesus. All voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and everything else from the demonic realm. We pull out every voodoo pen. We ask you, Father, to destroy all voodoo dolls in Jesus' name. And we we send that back, those curses, those sacrifices, that evil, that wickedness back from whence it came in Jesus' holy name. We reject all witchcraft being sent against us in the name of Jesus. We reject all occultism being sent against us in the name of Jesus. For the Lord God Almighty has never authorized anyone to curse his children. Amen. We are the children of the covenant, the new covenant, in fact. And we have a better covenant based on better promises. We are the heirs of salvation now. We are the adopted, inherent uh, children of the Lord. We are a chosen generation and a whole and a holy and peculiar people we belong to jesus christ we are not receiving any attacks from the devil in jesus name we send all of his attacks back on his workers in jesus holy name they do not belong to us we have an inheritance from our father through the lord jesus christ and all of those attacks belong to the devil And to him, we send them all in Jesus' name. We thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We cut and burn all ungodly silver coins and ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, satans, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. All those that would lie and deceive us in Jesus' name. We break the powers of every curse, all love spells, vexes and hexes, charms, fetishes, psychic thoughts and prayers, witchcraft, death. Potions, jinxes, all mind control, voodoo, sorcery, magic, all witchcraft, death spirits being sent to us, bewitchment, jinxes, psychic powers, pain, sickness, torment, destruction, evil prayer chains, incense and candle burning, all evil incantations, enchantings, and ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, voodoo, and whatever else that is they do in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over wickedness, tribal rituals, and sins in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord. We ask you, Father, to take the blood of Jesus and to erase from any body part of ours any marks made by the devil in Jesus. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and he doth not have the right to transgress and to trespass 
on that that belongs to God in Jesus' name. The Bible says, he who defiles the temple, him shall God destroy. We send back those spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack that they can come up with, every attack that any witch, wizard, warlock, or occultic person can imagine or dream up, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We release the power in his name and in his word against them and their attacks in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you praise. We send back spirits of blindness, even spiritual blindness. We send back spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. And we thank you, Lord, for destroying the yokes in our lives and giving us liberty to our souls. We thank you. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. And we release upon the saints of God the fear of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 29, Psalm 29, in Jesus' name. And our verse for meditation comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Our featured ebook is New Age... Oh, is the New Age, ye are as God's Bible study. I thought I wrote that wrong. Bewitchment of the mind in latter days. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we want to thank the Lord for all of the books that Dr. Pat Holliday wrote and left to us that we might continue to grow in the knowledge that we need to overcome in the last days. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, tonight, Lord, uh, saints, the Lord wants to talk to us about this subject. Obey God. Obey God. Obey God. In the Gospel of John, chapter 2, verse 5, the Gospel of John, chapter 2, verse 5, Mary, Jesus' mother, said unto the servants at the wedding in Cana of Galilee. She gave some very good words of wisdom that would do us well in this hour. To you, do it. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Amen. She didn't mess around, did she? We want to thank God for that. One of the greatest blessings that can come to any of us is that the word of God, this life-producing word, will inwardly create in you a deeper desire for God. One of the greatest blessings that can come to any of us is that the word of God, this life-producing word 
will inwardly create in you a deeper desire for God. This transformation should cause us to become a people who long for more of God. Saints who desire even more the holiness of God. The word of God should so stir us that we begin to desire even more the holiness of God. Saints whose hearts which long for a greater display of his righteousness in our daily lives. Amen? You know, that's why we bind these qualities that aren't necessarily God. Amen? And we loose the word of God over ourselves. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, 5, verse 6, Matthew, chapter 5, verse 6. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Righteousness. You know, there's righteousness that God gives to us. That's a right standing with him. And there's righteousness, which we actually do in our lives. Believing the right thing, doing the right thing, doing what is right because it is right. Amen? Amen. I knew we knew about that already. The Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 35. The Gospel of John, chapter 6, and verse 35. Amen. Amen. The Gospel of John. (sighs) Amen. Chapter 6, verse 35. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. We must continue to grow to the place where we do not stumble at the word of God. What Jesus has said, the word, what Jesus has said to us, the word that arises in us from his spirit within us, we must obey the word. What Jesus has said to us and the word of God that arises in us from his spirit within, we must obey the word. That's right. 
We must not stumble. We must believe that our God is greater than we are. We must believe that our God is greater than we are. That's right. And it has to be firmly entrenched in us, saints. We must believe with all of our heart that our God is actually greater than we are. At moments of decision, we must learn to lean on his strength, not on our own weakness. You see, whenever we come to the place that a decision must be made of some sort, regardless of how minuscule it may seem or how important we may think it is. We must learn with every decision and every turn not to lean on our own understanding. Amen? Not to lean on us, but instead to lean on the strength of our God. And the problem is, that we've been living what we believed was best and what we believed was right and what we thoroughly had researched according to our abilities. But you see, God's abilities far exceed anything that we could think of. Amen? And it would be far better for all of us to lean on his strength. Amen? To lean on his strength. You know, some of us still are not convinced of that. We think we know more than God. You say, I don't think that. You just wait till um, till you see some of the things you have done when you think about it and the Holy Spirit brings it back to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25 says that the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. God is greater than we are, far greater. I know we say, yes, that's right, but no, you have to have a full revelation of that in your heart, beyond your natural thinking ability. You've got to know it down in your knower, as I say. Amen? God is greater than you are. He's righter than you are. Righter? Yeah. He's more right than you will ever be. The way to be right is to agree with him. Think about that. God is more right than you will ever be on your own. To be right is to come in agreement with him and his word. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's the way it is, saints. God is greater than you are. God is greater than your heart. God is greater than your thoughts. God is greater than your emotions. God has the ability 
to establish you in righteousness even when your thoughts and your knowledge are fully set against it. Really? Yes, he's already done it, in fact. God is greater than you will ever be. Accept this. Acknowledge this. Submit to this, if you will. Isaiah chapter 44 Isaiah chapter 44, verse 22. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 22. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 22. God says, I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgression and as a cloud, thy sin. Return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgression, and as a cloud, thy sin. You see, Jesus died for us even when we were busy sinning against him as hard as we could. Amen? We were dead set against getting saved. And a lot of us made it our place to tell other people that's how we felt about it. We actually thought, some of us, that that was the last thing we'd do. But look at where you are now. Amen. Micah, chapter 7, verse 9. Micah, chapter 7 and verse Nine. Micah. Amen. Chapter seven, verse nine. If you're if you're stuck over there in, in the first part of the Old Testament to the end. In Malachi, Zach, go backwards, Malachi, Zechariah, Haggai, Zephaniah, Habakkuk, Nahum, Micah. Right after Jonah. Amen. Or get smart. Use the table of contents. Praise the Lord. Micah chapter 7, verse 9. Micah chapter 7, verse 9. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him until he plead my cause and execute judgment for me. Amen? He will bring me forth to the light, and I shall behold his righteousness. Now, Lord, that's not the scripture I was looking for. (laughs) Amen. And I don't know what I did with it either. (laughs) Okay. Praise the Lord. That's not the scripture I was looking for. Amen. But that was an excellent scripture, Lord. I appreciate it. In Micah chapter 7, verse 19, that might do us a little better. I know what happened. I wrote down. I left the I left the numeral out. Micah chapter 7, verse 19. He will turn again 
He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquity. And thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Amen. That's a loving God, saints. That's a loving God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Many times people don't understand God's word because they wrongly assume that they can bring their carnal and corrupted minds to the word and that the two will fit. They think they can bring the word of God to their regular carnal and corrupted minds and that the two will fit. Well, wrong. It won't work. And because the word of God does not exactly fit their mind or their mindset or what they think they know is right, they do not get liberty and freedom. They come to the word, they read it, but because it doesn't jive with what they already think in their mind, they miss the liberty and freedom that the word actually brings. But that cannot be that the word fits with a carnal mindset. The carnal and corrupted mind is at war with God. The old sinful nature within us is against God. It has never obeyed God, and it never will. So if we follow our old carnal, corrupted mindset, doing what we have always done, we will never please God. Amen? We will never please God that way. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 6. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 6. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life, and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It's in direct warfare against God. It's rising up against God all the time. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither can be. It's never obeyed God, and it never will. Amen? Others want the word of God to come and sit on their mind. This will never happen either. You must need become submissive to God. Hmm. We must develop the willingness to submit ourselves to God, to his word, without any doubting 
or resistance. Mm-hmm. The word of God is truth, period. We should pray for God to open our hearts and to give us understanding. For without his spirit, we will not gain the benefits. Without his spirit, we will not gain the benefits. We can't just sit there and read words like that. He says, for if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? Ah. Well, you know, with the average person, that hits you right upside the head. Without the Spirit of God to help our hearts and to open up our understanding, we're not going to get point of view. And we desperately need God's point of view on every single little thing in life. We need his decisions, his judgments, and his point of view, his strength, not our weakness. Amen? He's the greater one. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. And I'm going to the latter part of this scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. When the word comes and it hits your carnal mind, it doesn't produce what the Spirit of God wants to produce in you. However, when the Spirit of God comes, and you allow him to breathe that word into you to bring understanding to you at your level of understanding, life results. Amen? You can sit there and just read words on and on and on, you know. Like First Peter one sixteen, because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. And you go, uh-huh, okay, I read that. But that's not what God is looking for. He wants you to come into the scripture, to submit yourself to this is what God desires for me. He desires for you to open up your heart and let the Holy Spirit move upon you and bring understanding to you at your level of what God is really saying to you. Amen? So be ye holy, for I am holy, takes on a far greater meaning and importance to you than if you just read the words on the page. Amen? The Holy Spirit is our teacher. When I first um, became the pastor of the Internet Church, I did a series of sermons on who the Holy Spirit is to the believer. Amen? And in Luke chapter 12, verse 12, 
the scriptures tell us. Luke chapter 12, verse 12, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you. The Holy Ghost shall teach you. If you're willing to be taught, that is. If you're willing to be taught. See, everyone is not willing to be taught. They're not teachable yet. They have their own mindset, their own agenda, their own, okay, this is what I think I want to get out of this, and it won't work. You have to erase your own blackboard and leave it empty and let the Holy Spirit fill in what he's trying to tell you the way he's saying it to you. Amen. You'll get that after a while. We ought to ask him to teach us how to do what we are asked to do. In the opening prayer, we were reminded that God wants us to love our enemies and our friends. Because his example to us is that he's gracious and and generous to the evil and to the good. And so he wants us in his steps and to imitate him as dear children and walk in love. And those that are unloving to love them and those that are loving to love them. But no, that does not fit in the carnal mind. It just does not. It can't. You need the Spirit of God to bring it to life inside of you. So you can't go to the Word with your own thoughts. You have to go to the Word with the thoughts that God brings. Amen? Praise the Lord. In order to conquer Satan in each of our own lives, we must learn to willingly submit to our God. And some of us have the kind of disposition, I'll say, that we wrestle with God before we submit to him. We actually wrestle with God before we submit to him. Paul was one of those. Amen? And to tell you the truth, some of those people make some very strong saints once they've submitted to God. Amen? Praise God. So we're going to learn to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us how to do what we are asked to do. In order to conquer Satan, we must learn. It's a learning process. You don't have it right off the bat. It's a process to willingly submit to our God, not only to submit to his will, but also to his way. Some of us still think that we can carry out the will of God with our own ideas of how this ought to be done. 
That's what we think. We've been thinking that way so long. Sometimes it's hard for us to shift. But we can. We can. See, we are wrong again. Each of us must learn to do what God commands and to go about it using his methods and not our own. That's right. Each of us must learn to do God's to do what God commands and to go about it using his methods and not our own. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. It is God which worketh in you both. Okay, here comes the two-pronged approach. To will, to cause you to will to do his will and to do how he wants it done of his good pleasure. There you go. There it is. Jesus Christ obeyed the Father in every single work and decision. He did not slip up, not one time. Every day he arose with the determined desire to fully obey the Father. Are you this way? Is this your objective every day? Jesus Christ had resistance from Satan too. And the more you practice obeying God, the more resistance from Satan you're going to get. I know you want me to tell you that it gets easier, but I'm not going to lie. There'll be instances where it seems easy, but the deeper you go, the more difficult it becomes. Look at Jesus being baptized in the Jordan. Then look at Jesus in Gethsemane. The deeper you go, the more challenging it becomes. And the more submissive and yielded to God's will you must be. You'll appreciate that by and by. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, Jesus Christ had resistance from Satan too. Every step of the way. I dare say that many of us would have become very tempted with frustration and weariness to just throw in the towel, but not Jesus Christ. God has not planned any defeats for us, saints, not one. Seated with Christ at the right hand of the Father, there is no possibility for defeat. No possibility for defeat. This is the position of power and authority which God has planned for us to take now. 
There are saints today who are claiming to be seated with Christ in heavenly places who really, in truth, are not. Ah, mm-hmm. It is not enough to simply claim to be seated with Christ in this position of power and authority. That's not enough. That won't do. It's a good start, but that's not enough. One of the reasons why so many saints are not functioning as seated in this position is because they have not made a total commitment to obedience and to submission to the will of God. One of the reasons why so many saints are not functioning as seated in this position, which we just mentioned, is because they have not made a total commitment to obedience and a total commitment to submission to the will of God. You know, you know how you're out there with the water hose and it's flowing till it gets like a little knot in the water hose and the water stops coming out? Well, that's the way it works when you're not in full submission to God. You get some water out, but not the flow you're supposed to get. Amen. You get some you get some flow, but not the full flow that you're supposed to get. Mhm. You know some people are afraid to fully submit to God. They are afraid to let go of whatever control they think they have. They don't fully trust God. And that's a serious problem in the body of Christ. You actually must needs be completely and fully trust God. Trust his word. There is no way to get around it. Or else you'll just be a Christian in name only but not in a demonstration of spirit and power. Amen. Amen. They are walking in rebellion. When you have not come to a total commitment to obedience and a total commitment to submission to the will of God, you are still walking in rebellion. Yes, rebellion. They are following their own self-will or their own predetermined ideas, as they always have, instead of walking in obedience to God's word. They're following their thoughts, their emotions, their predetermined plan for how they think it ought to go, and whatever else they've been leaning on, whatever that has been. 
But letting go of all those things and truly trusting Jesus and his word, not yet. No, it's not going to work like that. Not what they think the word of God says, but what it actually says in truth. You know, you see these people and you have conversations with these people that think they're following God. But what they're following is what they think the word of God says, not what it actually does say. Jesus obtained an exalted position because of his unwavering obedience. You see, Jesus was consistent with his obedience. He was on time every time. He wasn't here one minute and there another. Jesus had full, unswerving, consistent obedience. Without any doubting, fear, or resistance to the will of God. He didn't fight back. Against the will of God Okay Amen Amen And sometimes Pain Can cause you to fight back Against the will of God Even old Memories of pain Can cause you To rise up And fight back Against the will of God But saints you got to overcome that. That's rebellion. You got to bind your own rebellion. You got to shut it down. Amen. Amen. Just as it was necessary for Jesus to humble himself and to carry his obedience to the extreme of death, you must be willing to fully submit to the word of God. And there are going to be some places where that's just downright distasteful at first. It's the truth. Amen. Yes. It may take you a while, but it's worth the process you go through to overcome. Don't forget that. Amen? Don't forget that. You must be willing to die to self. That's right. You must be willing to die to self. That's what you, 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 you know, you've, you've petted your whole life, and you've coddled your whole life. And you've given it as much of everything you wanted to have all your life. Self. But see, self has got to find its end. And I hope that you've already paid for its burial plot. Amen? <laughs> Amen. Because you must needs be willing to die to self. 
you know, the kingdom of God is not Burger King. You can't just have it your way all the time. It's not going to work. That's not the kingdom of God. Praise God. It's just not that way. You must be willing to become 100% obedient to God before you can be exalted with him in this position of glory. You know, there are always people who want the glory, but they don't want the backside of the situation. You know, what it really does take behind the curtain to get there. Mm-hmm. I don't hear so many amen. It was Jesus's willingness to humble himself. See, you have to humble yourself. God is not going to come do it for you. And to tell you the truth, pastor isn't either. Everybody must take responsibility to humble themselves. Absolutely imperative. And quite a few times, no, you are not going to like it at all. Hello? Any saints still out there? That's right. There are going to be these times where you're just about gritting your teeth to get it done. But gritting or not, you got to love God more than you love yourself. Amen, 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 amen. It was Jesus' willingness to humble himself, to become obedient to the will of God that resulted in a full demonstration of God in him. His obedience was the key, the secret ingredient, if you will, that released the power of God in his life. Amen. That's what happened. Let's visit with Isaiah for a little while. Isaiah chapter 1. Let's visit with Isaiah for a few minutes. Isaiah chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. I'll give you a second to get there. Isaiah chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. And the Lord says, come now and let us reason together. saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, Ye shall eat the good of the land. You know, God has promised to us, saints, 
that he's going to move in our lives financially. He's going to move and shake in our lives financially. He gave us that a few sermons ago. Amen. And everybody was up cheering, and I received that, Lord. Well, guess what? On the way there, by the way, if you be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. You see, we're getting up every day singing, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. He will when we are willing and obedient, when we are humble ourselves and become submissive to his word and his will. And actually do it. When we are no longer stiff-necked and no longer hard-headed. Amen? When we are yielded, when he can say to us the first time, do this, and we do it. See, that's what God's looking for. I know you were wondering. Well, now you know. And so Mary says to us once again, whatsoever he saith unto you, she didn't say question it, doubt it, resist it. She said, do it. Amen? Amen. God bless you, and I pray that this word helped you. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have a lot of testimonies. Let's get to them. Caroline says, we thank the holy Godhead. He's awesome. Our Heavenly Father's working wonders and miracles. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina, Assistant Pastor Bill, Brother Marshall, and my MIC family for your prayers. We prayed in the past accident with his thumb being Marion is still healing in process, and Joshua, the eldest son of 15 years, built a one-bedroom house and is progressing and growing some chickens. Praise you, Lord, for that. And Mr. Sinclair has no more pain from cancer, is and it's shrinking, and it's in good condition. He's learned about Jesus Christ and his power. Praise you, Lord. Small some testimonies. Denise says, thank you, Jesus, for the much-needed repairs done on Monday and the funds to pay for them. Thank you for the home improvements done today on Thursday. The ones done today were paid entirely by my health insurance provider, which I would have never would have imagined, but God is faithful and able to make all grace abound towards us, Jesus. We just thank you for that. Did you say something, Pastor? AK has a praise report. Earlier today, I was walking my dog and saw two men moving into a new unit with their family. We talked a little. God told me to go and get them water, so I grabbed two bottles of water in the clubhouse fridge. God told me to get three. 
at first I protested because I'd only seen two men. I consented and brought them the water. Then, just then, I saw the third man who must have been inside when I first talked to the others. Thank you, God, for telling me what to do so I could bless them. Praise you, Lord Jesus. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me dominion over all the earth because two days ago it started to hell at my house, and I bound the hell in which it quit helling. This is the third time in two years that I've bound hell at my house. I have a large clay flower pot that weighs about 50 pounds displayed in the yard. And thank you, Jesus, for turning the pot over on its side in order to get my attention. Because when I turned the flower pot upright, I noticed the pentagram design on the flower pot, and I destroyed the pentagram. Amen. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Marcelina has a praise report. I asked the Lord. Were there any more items left behind from my ex that was meant for evil to reveal it and was revealed? I'm sleeping much better, and there is greater peace in my home. Thank you, Jesus. Victory is anticipated when we are willing and obedient to follow instructions. I thank the Lord for this ministry. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina. Uh, Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, I will continue to follow the leadership of MIC as they follow Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And praise the Lord. The Lord protected me twice today from vehicle accidents. I give him praise for divine protection. Thank you, Jesus. DVD has a praise report approximately a week ago. I posted a prayer request asking the Lord to release my SSA claim for survivor's benefit, which was lost in limbo and stagnant. Well, God moved. The claim was moved and released a few days later and was actually more than I expected. Our God is awesome. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and perfect timing. Yesterday, I was going to the waste bin. I saw a snake in the yard. Immediately, I retrieved my garden hoe and struck the reptile, only with the hoe and snake still alive to become stuck to the ground. Fortunately, my neighbor came over and cut off its head. Thank you, Jesus, for watching over me. I bless your holy name. Laura Ann has a praise report. I was led to lead. I was led to a few items to rid from my possession. However, I chose to read a letter and card that I should have immediately destroyed. I repented and graciously the Lord showed me in a dream how risky it was from the dream. I remembered overlooking the Antichrist red flag the Lord did faithfully present to me at the time I was actively attached to the person, also the prince and power of the air, bush and deep and literally and swiftly flew in, attacked me violently, then flew right back out of the person in 2006. So I even subjected those spirits and many more amongst my children. I wouldn't have thought of that in pride. God also pointed out I was actually holding on to the card 
for 18 years, both knowingly and secretly. Oh, wow. I did idolize that person and had forgotten about it. My flesh allowed rejection to keep me recklessly tied to the mess. Well, the letter is ash now. The soul tie completely broken. Praise God for the revelation and correction. Other items were found by from my grandmother's sewing machine and some of her jewelry silver spoons were taking off the hanging pot but never discarded well praise you lord jesus praise you lord daryl has a praise report praise the lord thank you father for your grace and favor my request went through Everything I asked for and more came in agreement. Thank you, Lord, for the new job. Thank you, Lord, for open doors. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me. Thank you, Lord, for preparing me mentally, physically, and spiritually for my new assignment. Thank you for giving me everything I asked for. Thank you for being so good to me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amy has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for helping me find a sprinkler repairman to fix and relocate our sprinkler before the new driveway extension is done. Thank you, Lord, for seeing me through and getting my taxes done. And thank you for making a way to pay the debt, the tax debt off quickly. Thank you, Lord, for helping Tiff and I take care of HOA demands. Thank you, Lord, for taking such good such good care of my family and me during these difficult financial times. Thank you for your blessing and helping me to see that I wasn't giving all the gross as I thought in tithes. I give you glory and honor and praise your name, Jesus. Praise your holy name. Joanne has a praise report. My shower has been filling up and draining slow over a week. Overnight, it was completely clogged. I posted a prayer and checked a couple hours later, and the water was down. Praise the Lord. And the water was down as in home, and it didn't refill the shower when I rinsed. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you for that. And Amy has another praise report. Praise your holy name. Thank you, God, Holy Spirit, for waking me up. To put down the sex demon that attacked me in my sleep. Thank you. The Lord, Lord, for your word is pure, true, alive, and sharper than any two-edged sword. That demon was sent packing because of the sword of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. I give you all the glory and praise. Praise you, Lord. Timothy has a praise report. My neighbors have been smoking weed since they moved in several months ago. I complained to my leasing office about it and sent several notices about the breach of contract about no smoking and the building policy. So the neighbors stopped for a while, and then they started right back again. And this time the devil took over, and it got worse. The leasing office and sent emails and put a prayer request in the Jeep Global Prayer Wars prayer room. Until last week, the neighbors were smoking weed so bad I had to leave. I called the front office and complained about it. I was persistent in my complaints, but the manager went over, knocked on the door of the neighbor's residence, and when they opened their door, my manager was blown back in disgust. 
The neighbors denied the weed smell coming from the place, which was evident, but the manager told them, I may be old, but I'm not stupid, and told them they were breaching the contract and would be fined if they continue, and they will be evicted. I thank God that they were caught and exposed in the very act that I had to endure a lot from and forgive them every day, even though we don't speak to them in order to maintain the peace. So now we can finally breathe some fresh air in our home again for a change. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Noel has a praise report. Praise God is humbling me and enlightening me and my husband and I to treat each other rightly in his sight. He's causing our values to line up with his. He's causing us to love each other, resolve conflict, and sincerely want to do right. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Denise has a praise report. Praise the Lord. JC, who I have been putting in prayer requests for over a year, has been released from prison. I thank the Lord for keeping him safe. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for protecting those things that concern me. While I was letting the cat in, my little dog, Paco, decided to bolt out of the house. I began binding the spirits, encouraging him, and the Lord prevented me from leaving the, my un, and the Lord prevented him from leaving my unfenced yard. Thank you, Lord. Bless your holy name, and thank you, Heavenly Father. You are so good, good Father, and there is none like you. Praise the Lord for revelation regarding our enemies during our corporate fast. The Lord reveals points of attacks among the recent revelation or members of a family that have attacked me for the at least 20 years, including a new generation. Praise the Lord that only his plans and purposes will continue, will come to manifestation in life. Yes, I am submitting warfare prayers against their wickedness in the prayer room. Thank you, Jesus, and bless his holy name. Now, Claudette has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for granting me access to work as a nurse again, and the state approved me. I deserve, you know, I deserve that 15-year sentence instead of probation you gave me. I know, I know that I did, for, and you forgave me. I thank you so much for freeing me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. These are wonderful praise reports. There's many more. We'll get to them next time. Now, back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We just praise you, praise you, praise you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These are absolutely wonderful praise reports. We've been looking forward to hearing them. Thank you, Brother Bill. And we're going to go to our guest call-in for a couple of minutes. And as soon as I click the right thing, we'll be right where we ought to be. Amen? Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Area code 562. 
562, we're coming to you. Area code 562, we're coming to you. Amen? You're on the air in Jesus' name. Pastor Sabrina, it's me, Favi. Hello, family, MIC, MOM. Thank you so much for um, all the prayers and all the support. Um, uh, I just, I don't know what to ask for. Ask for patience. Ask for um, prayer for more time with understanding with what I'm reading in my Bible. Um, I've been home from three with from work for three months now and without pay, but uh, I've been I'm a faith, faithful Tyler with the little bit I have and also with uh, savings. So, um, well, in the name of Jesus, He's provided everything. He's going to keep providing everything, and that I believe without a shadow of doubt that the Lord will never ever stop. Because he's my dad. So, but. Um, the All one right. thing I do ask. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, the one thing I was um, asking for her to stand in agreement with me, I know I should go in the prayer request room, is um, asking for, I'm trying to, I'm under the Veterans Housing Program, and because uh, I'm not getting paid anything right now, um, and I'm waiting for all of that to go through is, um, also, uh, for the housing authority, uh, for the veterans program that they will hold off on my rent until I get, you know, um, the funds come in from, I guess it's disability. I never had to do this before. I had to file for state disability and work disability and that hasn't come through yet. So, um, that's basically it. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for this blessed saint in Jesus' name. Father, you know all the details and all the particulars of the financial situation. And the Bible says that our timing is in your hands. That's what the Bible says. It says that our time is actually in your hands. Amen. So we trust you with this situation. We trust you with this. We're not going to get anxious or worried or upset because things don't happen as we think they should because most times in life they don't happen the way we think they should. They happen according to your will and plan, and when it doesn't happen the moment we think it should, it's our time to trust you. It's our time to do what we know is right. Amen? So, Lord, we know that you're going to have the money to come in at the right time. So we're going to thank you. In advance. Amen? We're going to thank you in advance and give you the praise because we know you have this taken care of. Lord, if there's somebody on vacation um, that that, uh, needed vacation time, Lord, and that's why 
uh, it's being delayed slightly, well, we know that you'll get them back or somebody else there in time. We trust you because the Bible says to trust you at all times and pour out our hearts mm-hmm. before you. We're going to do that. We're going to be patient. We're going to be patient. We're not going to worry at all, but we're going to spend some time praising you and thanking you because you're our God and you're in control of every aspect of our lives, every aspect of our lives, every single aspect of our lives. We want to thank you, Lord. Amen. Every single aspect. There isn't one aspect that you don't cover. You're our supplier. You're our God. You're the one we trust. You're the one we depend on. We've been depending on how to get this done and how to get that done and how to do the other for years. And it wore us out, to tell you the truth. It simply wore us out. And so we've learned, Lord, that there's a better way, and you're the better way. The Bible says in Psalm 31, my times are in thy hand. So, Lord, the timing for our sister to receive what she needs is in your hand. We trust you, we thank you, and we give you praise. Now, Father, our sister desires to understand the words that she's reading. We ask, Father, that you teach her how to pray, that you teach her the Holy Spirit to explain things to her at her level of understanding and then wait patiently. Teach her to use her prayer language that way, to pray in her prayer language and then wait for you to speak to her what she needs to hear. So we thank you for the teaching courses that she will engage in with the Holy Spirit as he teaches her how to understand the word of God. Because you want us to understand, Father. You tell us to gain understanding. So we thank you for her sitting patiently with you and the scriptures and her notebook and an ink pen waiting for you to speak to her heart. We give you praise, Lord, and we bless her for the wonderful times that she will have with you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen, 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 amen. amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you guys too. Amen. 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 Area code nine five two. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Hi, everyone. Oh. Uh, I just want to give um, a quick praise report that today I was able to make the final payment on my car. I am debt free with my car. I am debt free with one credit card. With one credit card, I'm debt-free, and it frees me up praise to work the on the Lord, other side for that. I thank God for that. And also to um, talk a little bit about my trip that I went on 
I went on there focused on one thing that I was supposed to do, just one thing, and not not focus on anything else. But on the journey, God had me witnessing to other people along the way. And I just thank God that I was open enough and to hear his leading to do what he told me to do when he told me to do it. And and um, the other part is still there, but I've already put testimony in the uh, prayer, prayer room, thanking God for that person's salvation. I'm calling it done. So I call things that aren't as though they are, that's I am calling it done. She's saved. So, <laughs> so I am just praising God for that in advance. So, and I love you all. Thank you so much for your prayers, and I thank you so much. And you, Brother Marshall and Brother Bill, I love you all. God bless. Okay, I have something to say. You didn't. You yes, didn't ma'am. tell us about the transportation blessing. Oh, did it? Oh, wow. Um, because the trip came up so suddenly that um, to fly down um, would have cost a fortune. And I hadn't had my car checked out or anything, so um, I was looking at transportation, and and we prayed about it. And uh, Pastor Sabrina prayed about transportation there in favor. You guys agreed with favor that um, I get there, and it wouldn't cost me a lot of money or whatever. A friend of mine that never gives his SUV to anybody, not not even his daughter. He told me I can take his truck and I can drive down in his truck, and which was a total blessing. And uh, we got there, and we hadn't even made uh, uh, reservations at the hotel, any hotel. We just went straight to the hospital right off the highway. And after we left the hospital, because um, his daughter traveled down with me just so I, so I could have somebody, to, some company won't be in the road by myself. And um, we went to one hotel. They were booked up. We checked with another one. It was over $200 a night. We we ended up, and this was total God, favor of God. We ended up in the Marriott, in the Marriott for, I mean, like $114 a night when their room was close to $200 a night. God gave me total favor, total favor. And it was such a blessing. It's a beautiful hotel and everything. So, And I did got to spend time with my mom, and she was glowing and just cheesing to see me walk in the door. And so it was, it was a great, great visit. And still praying for that salvation part, but it's it's going to come. I already claim it. That God's, God's going to, she's going to be saved before she leaves her because she's 96. And um, she's tired. I can see it in her face, but yes, I claim her salvation is it's there. So it's such a blessing. And thank you all for praying, praying for me. Thank you. Totally. Amen. Yes, I 
you just can't imagine the savings God gave me <laughs> all the way there and all the way back. It was a really pleasant trip. And I drove all the way there and just about all the way back. I drove back except for the last hour and a half, and I haven't driven that route in 10 years. <laughs> but, yeah, God gave me the strength, so I just give him all the praise and all the glory. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love you all. And we love you, too. God bless. Thank Amen. You. Praise God. See, saints, God is good. All the time. Amen. God is good all the time. And we agreed already in prayer before the King of Kings that he would touch mom so she could get saved. Amen. He would come and and deal with her heart. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning The U.S. has a major spike in illegal border crossings with the number of migrants apprehended by the authorities increasing to nearly 25% over the last month. The U.S. government is preparing new measures to address a historic influx of immigration. Recently updated federal statistics show that more than 1,606 1,600, no, that's not what I'm saying, 168,000 there, finally. Migrants were taken into custody after crossing the border in March, a significant increase compared to the 135,000 reported in February. That's a lot of people. More than 257,000 migrant encounters of any kind were recorded in the same month outpacing the 213,000 in February, as well as the 250,000 in March 2022. Though the warmer spring months typically see an uptick in migration, border crossings have been on the rise in recent years, with Border Patrol apprehensions jumping from 885,000 in 2021 to more than 1.6 million in 2022. Wow. This year is on track to dwarf the previous figures. Over 1 million already reported as of March. Border restrictions were tightened following the COVID-19 outbreak, but have been gradually relaxed as the pandemic continues to subside. One rule used to expel millions of undocumented migrants throughout the health crisis, known as Title 42, is set to end next month prompting concerns of an even greater surge in migration at the southern border. According to internal Department of Homeland Security projections cited by CBS, officials are preparing for 400,000 migrants to cross the border per month, or around 13,000 each day after the Title 42 phases out on May 11th far exceeding the already high levels reported this year. To deal with the expected influx, the White House is reportedly working to finalize a regulation that would allow border agencies to turn away asylum seekers who pass through the other countries before arriving in the U.S. 
requiring them to seek protections there instead. Though President Joe Biden has been critical of the border policies of his predecessor, Donald Trump, his administration expanded the Title 42 program in January to include Nicaraguans, Haitians, and Cubans who crossed the border illegally. Mm-hmm. It previously applied only to migrants from Mexico, Venezuela, and parts of Central America. However, even while increasing the number of expulsions, Biden has also worked to open new avenues for legal migration, agreeing to accept 30,000 people per month from Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haiti for a period of two years under certain conditions. None of that went through Congress. Amen. They just did just what he wanted to do. All righty. Father, we thank you for the adjudications of the righteous judge concerning those things. And we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Artificial intelligence will soon impact every product of every company. Google and Alphabet CEO Sundar Pishah said on Sunday, warning of the dangers that the technology poses for employment sectors and the distribution of misinformation. We need to adapt as as a society for it, he told American television network CBS. He added that job growth and sustainability will be disrupted for industries that rely on what he referred to as knowledge workers. I don't know what that means, such as writers, accountants, and even the engineers who designed the software. Oh, he's firing all of them. Okay. Google launched its AI, Ender, uh, uh, Artificial Intelligence Chatbot, BARD, B-A-R-D, last month. This followed the debut of Open Artificial Intelligence Chat GPT online in 2020. 2022, which received significant publicity for its ability to compose academic papers and write intricate and detailed passages of prose with human-like language, among other utilities. However, artificial intelligence chatbox, and specifically ChatGPT, have had their critics. It was banned in Italy earlier this month over potential privacy concerns. While tech giants Elon Musk and Steve Wozniak, along with dozens of academics, call for AL experiments to be paused. The technology should be rigorously audited and overseen by independent outside experts. Open letter co-signed by Musk and Wozniak read. Peshaw, too, cautioned of the potential risk of artificial intelligence. The spread of fake news, videos, and images will be much bigger, he said, and could cause harm. Google had previously published a document online calling for regulation of the technology to ensure that it aligns with human values, including morality, he elaborated to CBS. It's not for a company to decide. This is why I think the development of this needs to include not only engineers, but social scientists, ethicists, ooh, ethicists, philosophers, and so on. 
I notice he didn't put anybody that uh, has any religious or Christian or he didn't mention those. Do you see them? I don't see them. According to him, there remains a black box in artificial intelligence that we don't fully understand. Sure, so jump it on the people because you don't fully understand it. Both Chat GPT and Bard have not been without their errors. Bard, when asked to explain inflation to CBS Scott Pelley, commended that he had read five books to better understand the topic, none of which existed. Well, so much for misinformation. Chat GPT has also failed at some basic tasks and has been reported to have given plausible-sounding but entirely incorrect answers to queries. Thank you, Father, for the adjudications of the righteous judge. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation announced on Monday that it is pausing its activity on Twitter after the social media platform labeled it as state-funded, arguing that this somehow impugns its editorial independence. Our journalism is impartial and independent. To suggest otherwise is untrue. That is why we are pausing our activities on Twitter. The government-funded outlet tweeted, Twitter can be a powerful tool for our journalists to communicate with Canadians, but it undermines the accuracy and professionalism of the work they do to allow our independence to be falsely described in this way. CBC spokesperson Leon Marr said on Sunday evening. Consequently, we will be pausing our activity on our corporate Twitter account and all CBC and Radio Canada news-related accounts. The CBC is a crown corporation entirely owned by the state. In its 2021-22 annual analysis, it reported receiving Canadian $1.24 billion U.S. $930 million in government funding. However, the outlet insists that its editorial policies are entirely independent of the government and guided only by public interest. Marr argued that Twitter's own policy defines government-funded media as those in which the authorities may have varying degrees of government involvement over editorial content which is clearly not the case with CBC Radio Canada. Leader of the opposition conservative party, Pierre, whatever his last name is, reacted to the labeling of CBC by tweeting that, now people know that it is Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau propaganda, not news. Last week, he called on Twitter owner Elon Musk to add the label to the broadcaster, saying it is needed to protect Canadians from disinformation and manipulation by state media. Describing the CBC as government-funded is a fact, the politician said, and Canadians deserve the facts. The CBC's Twitter boycott echoes the actions of two U.S. outlets, National Public Radio, NPR, and Public Broadcasting Service, PBS, both stopped tweeting last week in response to being labeled as government-funded. PBS also insisted that it is entirely editorially independent and produces trustworthy content 
that features unbiased reporting. (laughs) The outlet could not argue that it does not receive government funding, as 31% of its revenue comes from federal, state, and local authorities, from regional public broadcasters and universities, also heavily subsidized by the government. Twitter originally rolled out the labeling of outlets in August 2020, tagging Russian and Chinese media as state-affiliated, but exempting Western outlets such as the BBC and Voice of America. As documents published after Musk's takeover show, the platform was working hand-in-glove with what several U.S. journalists described as a censorship industrial complex of government agencies and politically motivated non-governmental organizations. And there you have it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the adjudications of the righteous judge. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Texas secretly gives its citizens income to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, ATF. Documents show that this has led to at least one person being monitored by the feds without a warrant through the federal gun background check system. The Texas Workforce Commission, TWC, said that it has written contracts with uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives for sharing income information for criminal investigations. The revelation may lead to oversight by the legislature. Texas State Representative Briscoe Kane, a Republican, is deeply troubled about this coordination with the state's unemployment agency and federal government. My office will be looking into whether the Texas Workforce Commission is assisting the ATF in the Biden administration's mission to violate the constitutional rights of law-abiding Texans. Kane said after reviewing the emails obtained by gun owners of America as part of his ongoing FOIA lawsuit. The FBI uses NIC, you know, I'm getting sick of all these alphabets. I'm just going to be honest. It's a pain. It really is. It really is a pain when you're trying to read this to somebody else. You have to stop and explain what you're saying. But anyway, I'm going to try. All right. For those of you who don't know what FOIA means, it's a uh, you request information from the government about what they're actually doing, and you request reports. It's called the Freedom of Information Act, okay? And you make a request. So the FBI uses NICS as a database of people who are prohibited from possessing or buying guns. In one of the documents, an ATF agent emailed the FBI that a person suspected of straw purchasing or firearms trafficking needs to be put into the gun background check database. The agent wrote that per TWC, uh-huh, the man's reported wage earnings with the state of Texas do not appear to supply the financial means to afford the firearms purchase. The ATF agent requested on December 28, 
2020, the Texans' gun purchases will be monitored daily for 90 days. However, as previously reported, the FBI wrote to the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, etc., that its agents could request an extension of the monitoring for as long as they wanted. Texas's role in the program was uncovered in the ATF's ninth production of documents to GOA as a part of the Freedom of Information Act, FOIA, lawsuit. The 42 pages are more heavily redacted than the previous ones given to GOA. There are seven pages of blacked-out information before the source of the income of the person in Texas is shown as TWC, Texas Workforce Commission. One would think that a pro-gun state like Texas would not be handing over gun owners' confidential financial information to the federal government without a warrant or likely even without probable cause. Rob Olson, an attorney for oops, an attorney for the GOA said, the spokesperson for TWC said in a statement, federal and state law provides a path for sharing income information with a governmental agency if the federal agency can establish a purpose that is permissible under law and enters into a written agreement which sets forth legal requirements regarding allowable use and protection of the information. He also said a warrant to release salary information is not required by law. Texas does not have a state income tax. Employers report wages to the TWC in order to determine if their unemployment tax taxes in order to determine their unemployment taxes. So it's the state's only source of tracking income. Asked how many times the TWC has given out citizens' incomes, the spokeswoman said it provides this information to ATF pursuant to two contracts in Dallas and Houston. She said income was shared for any of these purposes, to assist in criminal investigations, to assist in locating defendants, witnesses, and fugitives in criminal cases, and to assist in locating persons with outstanding warrants. When told about TWC's legal defense, Kane said he will put in a formal request to TWC for copies of the two contracts with ATF. TWC is governed by three commissioners who are appointed by Governor Greg Abbott. In June 2021, Abbott signed a bill that made Texas a Second Amendment sanctuary state to resist new gun control policies from from President Joe Biden. The law prohibits state officials from enforcing specific federal regulations on firearms that are not in line with state law. Another case in the document sh- in in the document shows that agents in the ATF Dallas field office knew a Texas woman's salary and used that information to get the FBI to put her into NICS. It does not say her salary came from TWC, but there is one paragraph redacted. 
The agent wrote in January 2021 that the suspect has a steady job. However, her annual salary in no way can support her current spending on firearms. It also says that she received multiple wire transfers from a man in Sacramento, California. See, they dig in every little aspect of your life, you see? And they're going to dig some more. It appears the woman was monitored daily by the FBI for at least 180 days. None of the emails between the FBI and ATF released have shown that a request to monitor someone was denied. Federal agents have no business deciding whether they think a person's income qualifies them to buy a certain number of guns. If ATF thought it had enough for a warrant, presumably it should it would get one. GOA's Olson says, the FBI and the ATF, which call their program NICS, Monitoring Service, Services, do not get a warrant or court order for tracking people for just potential violations of the law. The requirement that federally licensed dealers do an instant background check through NICS on gun buyers was created in the Brady Act in 1993. The law says that the database can only be used to track people who are in the nine categories prohibited to possess guns, which includes felons, drug users, domestic abusers, and illegal aliens. In a previous FOIA production, an ATF agent from the Houston Crime Gun Strike Force requested the FBI monitor a Hispanic man who admitted to selling guns at a profit. The agent reported that a review of redacted employment wages revealed he earns approximately $30,000 a year. The source of the income about his in- the source of the information about his income is not given, but could be behind the blacked out part. The Houston agent backed up his June 2020 request by citing that the Texas man admitted to selling multiple firearms in order to make money during a non-custodial interview with law enforcement. It's not illegal to make money from selling guns. The ATF requires you to become a federal firearms licensee. If you repetitively buy and sell firearms with the principal motive of making a profit, the ATF agent wrote that the man bought an unknown amount of additional firearms from other FFLs, Uh federal firearms licenses. This means licensed dealers did not suspect him of breaking the law. Nevertheless, this Hispanic man's lower income and living in low-income government housing resulted in him being tracked without a warrant. Ah, Olson, GOA's lawyer, pointed out that there are reasonable explanations for gun purchases. There are countless legitimate explanations for spending more money on guns than the income reported to the Texas Workforce Commission. For example, income from investments or work in another state a gift from a wealthy parent or grandparent, cash from a yard sale, or selling all old belongings online, or even something as simple as spending savings or putting purchases on a credit card. None of these scenarios makes a person a gun runner. While TWC was open about its cooperation with ATF, the federal government would not answer questions. 
Ah, but they want you to. ATF doesn't have anything additional to add regarding investigative techniques that might be utilized in our criminal investigations. Spokesman Eric Longnecker said, when asked about working with TWC, Longnecker has previously stated that ATF utilizes a multitude of legal means in our criminal investigations to protect our communities from violent gun crime. The GOA first uncovered the NICS monitoring program in April 2021. The ATF refused to respond to FOIA requests as GOA filed a lawsuit in November 2021. The ATF documents released as part of the lawsuit are from the FBI. There have been no internal ATF documents released. Spokesmen from both the FBI and the ATF refuse to say if the program is ongoing and how many people are currently being monitored by NICS who are not legally prohibited from buying guns. Hmm. Isn't that interesting thing? My, my, all that double talk. That's really interesting. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning this. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. It has been nearly a decade since China and Russia fired the opening salvo in their quest to dismantle the U.S. dollar's standing as the chief international reserve currency. These de-dollarization efforts have accelerated over the past 12 months, with more countries joining Beijing and Moscow's anti-dollar crusade. As many governments attempt to undermine the greenback and potentially dethrone the king dollar, more prominent individuals are beginning to pay attention, from former President Donald Trump to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The House Speaker currently in the midst of a debt ceiling standoff with the Biden administration on April 17th, said that soaring U.S. government debt will erode the dollar standing as the chief international reserve currency, not what other countries are doing. McCarthy said at a New York Stock Exchange event that we should not ignore the movement away from the dollar, argued that the only way the U.S. dollar loses its role as the world's reserve currency would be the growing national debt. Spending too much money and putting ourselves in $31 trillion of debt is is a greater threat than Brazil using the yen, I guess that's what that is, than the dollar, he said. Following his prepared remarks on the stock exchange, McCarthy said in an interview that countries' de-dollarization efforts would not affect the greenback, but rather what the federal government is doing. There's an attack on the dollar, he told CNBC. What Brazil and these other countries do don't knock the dollar off the world currency. It is what we do. If we continue to have debt at 120%, we will crumble. According to the White House fiscal year 2024 budget proposal, the national debt is projected to account for 110% of GDP. In addition, the International Monetary Fund's recent Fiscal Monitor report forecasts that the debt-to-GDP ratio will exceed 
136% by 2028. So far this year, there have been many developments in the global de-dollarization campaign. Last month, Brazil and China established an agreement that would effectively bypass the U.S. dollar when paying for bilateral trade and will favor the yen and reals in settlement. Brazilian President De Silva criticized the dollar's supremacy at an April 13th event in China. Why should every country have to be tied to the dollar for trade? Who decided the dollar would be the world's currency, Lula said in a ceremony in Shanghai. He warned that the United States would be a second-tier country if the king dollar is ousted from his throne. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's not God. Thank you, Father. Amen. We're losing if we lose our currency. That's the equivalent of losing a world war, Trump said. Our currency is what makes us powerful and strong. In a recent Truth Social post, Trump made similar remarks, accusing China of trying to displace the greenback as a top global currency, something that was unthinkable three years ago. If this happens, and under Biden's leadership it probably will, this would be the biggest defeat for our country in its history, he said. In addition, Trump referenced the crashing dollar in his speech in Mar-a-Lago after his arrest. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which would be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power, he said. Why can't a bank like the BRICS Bank have a currency to finance trade between Brazil and China, between Brazil and other Today, countries have to chase after dollars to export when they could be exporting their own currencies. Beijing also currently settled in its first liquefied natural gas transaction in yen. The Iraqi government confirmed that the country would conduct more trade in, in that currency. India proposed offering regional nations Rupees in response to the dollar crunch. The yen is now the most popular currency in Russia. Senator Marco Rubio of Florida does not find the latest development surprising since the current administration has focused on a radical progressive agenda rather than prosperity. Instead of promoting economic prosperity, the Biden administration continues to focus on a radical progressive agenda focus on emissions reduction and transgender activism, the senator said. It would surprise no one that nations worldwide are opting to develop a secondary economy, totally independent from the U.S. dollar. This administration is making our country into an international laughingstock, which will soon be held hostage at the hands of a genocidal regime in Beijing. Even a former president is weighing in on this subject. In a recent interview with Fox News host Tucker Carlson, former President Donald Trump briefly touched upon the escalating anti-dollar campaign adopted by many of America's adversaries and allies. The recent State 
estate mogul who is running for another term as president in 2024 dismissed the notion that the United States will ever lose the dollar standard, listing the growing number of countries that wish to change the currency standard, such as China, Iran, Russia, and South American nations. He warned that the United States would be a second-tier country if the king dollar is ousted from its throne. We're losing if we lose our currency. So that's basically what this argument is about, saints. Amen. So we're going to go on. If you want to finish reading that, feel free to do so. But we're going on with what we do. And we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication in that manner and on those requests. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Brother Marshall, it's time for prayer, sir. Thank you, Lord. Our times are in your hands. We can't save ourselves. There's no other name under heaven whereby men must be saved but the name of Jesus. His name means Savior. So, Father, we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace to say, first and foremost, we repent, renounce every spirit of selfishness and idolatry. And all the horrific things our ancestors have done, especially those involved in the business of running this nation, Father God, that were not in agreement with the Republic of the United States of America, that were not in agreement with the way this nation was originally founded. And we take responsibility and repent for allowing ourselves to be deceived and not saying anything, not speaking up. You tell us that, that if we don't speak up and say no, that we're giving agreement, like at a wedding ceremony. Does anybody uh, have anything against this marriage? Speak now or forever hold your peace. So, Father, there was a lot of people that had been being little quiet little Christians. They didn't want to speak up. Father, we take responsibility to repent right now for entertaining any spirit of fear of government people, government agencies, three-letter agencies or any other groups. We take responsibility to repent for entertaining every spirit of idolatry and mammon, worship of money, worship of the there was a Seraphonician god of prosperity. We repent, renounce for entertaining any spirits associated with not resisting the devil, Father God, not submitting ourselves to the true and living God first and then resisting the devil. I ask you to forgive us and deliver us, Father. Just like King David said, when he realized he made some serious mistakes, Father God, he said, against you and you only have I sinned. Because you said, whatever you've done to the least of these, you've done it unto me. So for all these various things that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, Father God, we ask for your divine intervention and adjudication, Father God. Because you made Jesus to be the, the judge. He, he's going to be judging everyone. And we know, Father God, you're going to tell your son, go get your, go get your bride. Well, the bride is, is needing to get her wedding dress pressed and ready and clean. We need to get up out of the out of the pig uh, patch where the mud is and splashing around with all the rest of them, Father God, and, and, and uh, going to uh, where they worship the, the bull in, in, uh, in uh, the New York Stock Exchange and other places where, where people actually kind of t- touching the, uh, a statue of a bull as if it's something important. Father God, if, if people like to talk about the bull market, well, the bull market's been done. 
But they keep changing definitions of things. They change the definition of vaccine. They change the definition of of what um, doing uh, what is supporting the Constitution means. If if our current acting supposedly acting president, uh, what was his name, Senator Biden? I don't even know if he was actually elected then either. But anyway, what he said, well, you know, there's no constitutional uh, guarantees that that remain the same. Oh, really? Well, the only thing we can count on is that we have inalienable rights, rights that cannot be taken away from us, Father God, under the real U.S. Constitution. And and Pat Holliday said many years ago, Trump made a statement, we're back under the U.S. Constitution. Well, I don't know, Father God. Maybe we are, maybe we're not. I don't really know. She found some documents, some things that Trump had said when he was president, Father God, that would imply that they found out what was done on Jekyll Island. They found out that that this non-U.S. Uh, group of, of international bankers that run the Federal Reserve have different agendas than what's the benefit of the people of the United States of America. They benefit, oh, maybe the Rothschilds or whoever they are, the people from, the, from England, Father God, the different global elite groups, Father God, many of them emanating from Rome, some of them in cahoots with people from the Vatican, Father God. But we ask for your divine help and adjudication for all these various things, Father God, and all the people trying to control everything. But we thank you, Father God, that you're in charge. And you know what's going on. And you even use small little uh, the people that are supposed to be tin hatters, Father God, people that are supposed to be not really connected with the mainstream media. Not that many people believe CNN anymore, Father God. They've been so proven to be out there just to make a money to to spread fear, which is the opposite of faith. Fear is looking to the future and expecting that terrible result. And faith is looking to the future and expecting God to intervene, the creator, creator God, not the God of this world. <clears throat> so, Father, we ask that you intervene. Your arm is not too short to save. And we thank you that your arm is not too short to save, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory for your word that's forever settled in heaven. Even as you showed me, Father God, in some scriptures recently, Father God, even today, Father God, where is that, Father? Where is that, Jesus? If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth all men liberally and abradeth not. You said in Jeremiah 23, Five. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, saith Yahweh, that will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. And I like the next verse, too. Verse 6 talks about what his name is, because it goes along with what our name is. But for people who like to look into the fine details, I found out somebody looked into it. It says, In his day Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is the name whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. But that goes along with another scripture, Father God. It says her name is the Lord our righteousness in Jeremiah 33, I think it's 16. Because if we would eat your word, because right now some of us are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, Lord. So thy words were found and I did eat them, like it says in Jeremiah 15:16. And thy word is unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For she, the bride of Christ, is called by thy name, Yahweh Tikeno. It says, if we call upon your name, we will be saved. So we call upon your name, the righteous judge. And we ask you to deliver us all, and we thank you for doing so, Father, 
in Jesus' name. How could I have? Oh, yeah, they're over here. Okay. I moved the books around. Help me, Jesus. I don't have everything figured out, but the Lord showed me a couple of little scriptures. He really wanted me to share. Oh, let the nations, all the different nations, they want to pretend there's only one nation, New World Order. Oh, let the nations, many nations, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously. In all these different situations, Patrick Sabrina has read about, thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. In Psalm 67, verse 4, and we thank you for doing so, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory, including, as it is written in Isaiah 51.5, My righteousness is near. Oh, you're coming soon, Lord. Thy salvation is going forth, and mine arm shall judge the people. You're going to judge all these people. The isles wait for me. And that's just in the Hebrides where Donald Trump's great aunts were. I think it was Peggy and Christine Smith. And they were praying some 70 years ago. And you woke up the people all over the earth. And you're no respecter of persons. And we've been praying and seeking, Father God. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Like King David humbled himself with fasting in Psalm, where was that? Psalm 35, 13. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. Forgive their sins and heal their land. And we know it's not just the United States. We know people in many nations are calling out to you, Father God. Not just Kanabakade, in different nations in Europe, Father God, where they're trying to pretend you can't even call the people Holland. You can't call them Holland. But people in some of the nations, they have many more immigrants than they do nationals that were born there, Father God, or maybe an even number of people that were dragged in, Father God. And some of the people in those nations are not too pleased about all these people coming up from the Middle East or whatever that are raping their girls, Father God. They're not too pleased. That's nothing to do with a different prayer request, but it does a little bit, Father God, because you said, my righteousness is near and my salvation is going forth and mine arm shall judge the people. All the, the isles wait upon me and on my arm shall they trust. Do we trust in the arm of flesh or do we trust in the arm of the Lord? That's the question. So, Father, we trusting in your arm. Your arm is not too short to save. If the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. We thank you for the standard of your cross. That's where Jesus defeated the enemy on that cross. For as much as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him, that had, that's past tense, doesn't have it anymore, that had the power of death. So we thank you, Jesus, for doing so, because you said, Father, I finished the work thou gave me to do in the Gospel of John, chapter 17. Verses 4 and following. I finished the work that gave me to do. It is finished. You said you'd finished your work, Father God, in John chapter 19, I believe it is. And we thank you for doing the completed work, Father God. And you told the Israelites to go in and take the promised land, but they still had to go in. And did their sword save them? No. Yeah, they did have to draw the sword sometimes. But really, you sent hail and other things and hornets and different things to drive out the enemy from before them. So, Father God, we ask you to drive out the enemy. The enemy is not people. Because you said our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power, spiritual wickedness in high places. So, from our position, we didn't have any places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter uh, 2, verses 4 to 6. According to Proverbs 18.10, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. And how do we become righteous? Oh, it's because of the blood. <clears throat> Not our blood. <clears throat> the blood of the Lamb. Who is the Lamb of God? 
John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Why did Jesus have to come and shed his blood? Because Marshall couldn't make himself righteous. No more goody-two-shoes. None of us, you know, Mother Teresa went to help people with leprosy in, where was it, India or someplace? The people still have leprosy. Did she eradicate leprosy? No. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and heal people who are physically sick, emotionally distressed. Father God, we thank you for doing so. We ask you to heal all those in harm's way, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, even using Mike Adams' little group from, from what do you call it, Natural News on uh, Brighton TV, when he interviewed, what's his name, Michael Yon, Yon, Y-O-N, or something like that, who was an international correspondent, who was down in Panama, Father God. And they put that out there. And it showed that, oh, he, he just said he doesn't have to pack a firearm. No, he uses the love of God, and he uses his unamazing, amazing, wonderful smile. And he was able to walk into that camp where all these illegal aliens have been brought up from 140-plus nations, Father God, and lots of people from Haiti and other nations, Father God, all over the place, people from China. And, and, and who's it? Mike Adams got to talk to a little uh, 16-year-old girl because he speaks a Mandarin Chinese, Father God. His wife is originally from Taiwan. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God. He was able to talk to her, and they were able to communicate. and able to. He, we love all the people. Some of the people, they are leaving China because they don't want to be under that tyranny either. They heard the United States is great, and Joe Biden is portrayed as this great, wonderful, compassionate grandfather God, to the people internationally. And they've been encouraged to come up by the United Nations, Father God. But when this article came out from Brightian News, Father God, we understand that they, ooh, even, even, what's his name, Marcus, or whatever you pronounce his name, who had been down at the same place, whatever they call it, uh, the gap, whatever it is, in uh, Panama, they said, oh, funding for it. We're not going to keep funding that with the U.N. to bring all these illegal aliens in that way. So, Father God, we thank you for exposing what the enemy is doing. We thank you. You're doing an excellent, excellent job because you've been hearing our prayers, and you're bringing everything to light, what the enemy is trying to do. And we give you praise and honor and glory because we've been praying repeatedly, according to many of your different scriptures. There's more than one or two. But you said in Luke 8:17. Jesus speaking. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So we thank you for bringing all these things to light. And all the witchcraft curses, all these people trying to bring in all these aliens, not just the United States. How about all these European nations? How about every nation? How about Canada, too? And they're not just coming to the United States from the southern border. They're coming in from the northern border. Well, how do they get into Canada? Oh, our friend Trudeau up there. Is he a CCP puppet, kind of like maybe this Senator Biden? Some people say he is. I don't know. I, I, I don't have any. But I just hear these different rumors. So, Father God, but we don't worry about rumors. We ask for your divine help in intervention and adjudication because your arm's not too short to save. And every witchcraft curse being used to bring in people, to destroy different nations, not just in Canada, not just the United States. Every witchcraft curse eternally sinful has the spirits of sin to do those spirits intended to do thus. Render unto our neighbors sinful into their bosom, their reproach, wherever they approach to the O Lord. And we do speak blindness to the mutinous to the enemy, and they can only hear what the Lord Jesus wants them to hear, pertain to each and every member of the body of Christ, including all those associated with Miracle Outreach Ministry, Miracle Net Church, and all those saints globally, Father God, all those standing for the truth, and including that rather brave correspondent, Michael Yan or whatever, apparently has a handle on locals or something, but I've never looked, but that's what I heard. But, Father God, we thank you that you exposed that one little place where they're bringing 
thousands of people in, nice buses, everything being ready to bring. But people are being raped and murdered at, well, because not everybody comes across. And it's not exactly an easy trek. Father God, they're being helped by all the globalists that want to encourage people to come in. So, Father, we thank you for exposing what they're doing. And all this stuff with the Border Patrol and all these thousands and thousands of people that have already come across, and not just the people from Nicaragua and Haiti and Cubans and Venezuela and all these other places from Central America. No, they're coming from all kinds of nations. How about Ukraine? How about China? Are some of them fighting age males? Some of them are. Do some of them families? A few. But thank you, Father God, that that man was able to show people openly who's there. And it's rather astonishing that they were able to close it down. The next day, within 24 hours, they said, well, we're stopping the funding, stopping the funding. Well, don't, you know, look over here. Don't look at that thing anymore. Because they don't want their nasty laundry to be shown, Father God, what they're doing, how they're trying to bring people in to flood the nation with, Oh, we're going to give you all the wonderful things that U.S. citizens have, and we're going to take it away from U.S. citizens. Oh, we're not going to support our, our veterans. Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're going to give it to these illegal aliens, Father God. Because Michael, what's his name? Um, Mike Adams, his wife was a legal alien. I mean, she came in legally, Father God, from wherever it is, Father God, and, and that little island place that uh, China seems to have its eye on. Father God, and we ask you, Father God, for your divine help and adjudication for all these things, because you gave Jesus all power in heaven and earth, including all this business about trying to control what people are thinking through many different things and trying to eliminate people's food, jobs, and uh, financial security, Father God. And even what uh, Google's talking about, its new uh, AI chatbot bard in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, for exposing and, and causing people to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Thank you for even Musk may not be exactly, you know, pure as the driven snow, but at least that, and I think Sabrina did a great job of pronouncing the other guy's name, Wozniak. That's a bit of a challenge. With that, They were able to say, wait a minute, there's a little problem here. So we thank you, Father God, for exposing what's going on, and we thank you for asking to find help in adjudication. That's the plan. That They have a big plan, Father God, to put all kinds of artificial stuff into human beings and change them from your God-given DNA, perhaps, and maybe pervert their blood. Because you say the life in Leviticus 7 and 11, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I, God, have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. And that's plural. It's for everybody's family, for all of our souls. And you said in your patience, where is that? Over in, in, in seven important little words from these last days, Father God. In Luke uh, 21, 19, in your patience possess you your souls. So Pat Holiday didn't get upset when some of her family members didn't look like they were mm, walking on, on water, didn't look like they were true believers in some people's eyes, Father God. But she said, oh, yeah, they're coming into the kingdom. I just have to believe. I just have to keep believing. Just be at peace and keep believing. And she did. So in your patience, possess your soul, saints, because the Lord is working. He's doing the great revival. He's doing it. He's waking people up, All, not just the farmers in, um, uh, in, in the Netherlands or Holland, Father God, not just the farmers, not the people in Canada, Father God, the truckers and the farmers in Australia, the people down under that say, wait a minute, keep cash alive. They, they realize what the plan is, Father God. There's all kinds of people that trying to control people against their will. Did Trudeau always have the best interest of the people at heart when he canceled their financial possibilities when the truckers were coming in? He even got into their cryptocurrencies. 
hmm, I thought that was supposed to be outside of government's reach. Interesting. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver all the people, especially in Canada, especially in the United States, but every nation, Father God, every nation. You are no respecter of persons. The people down there in Brazil, Father God, and there's nothing wrong with them wanting to take some, I think it's pronounced Juan. That's the one from China. Yen is the one from Japan. But trying to take the currency from China, which, of course, they've been stocking up on gold and silver big time. They've been unloading their U.S. treasuries for years. Russia, I think, got rid of their U.S. treasuries a long time ago, Father God. And, and some people are now just saying, hell, I'm going to get some, some treasuries. Now I can get 4%. Is that a savings or is that a losing? If inflation is at least 8%, then you're only losing for oh, well, that you have to pay tax on it too, assuming you pay taxes. You're only losing four percent, so it's a losing account. That's what, the government's plans have been a losing situation for many Americans, Father God, to make us little slaves, Father God. But we thank you for exposing what's going on. These people standing up against the people trying to do what's right in Texas, Father God. I think it's nice I don't have any uh, sales tax or whatever you call it, state income tax. Maybe they have big sales tax. I don't know. But I think that's I never knew that. <laughs> Father God, all these people. When I was just a child, I heard a beautiful story. How you loved me so much that you died on Calvary.